0: Support for the Bronx Bomber Babble Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped. Gentlemen, shaving your downstairs area can be difficult, but those troubles are a thing of the past with Manscaped's Lawnmower 3.0. Featuring skin-safe technology, it collides nice and smooth, so you're not in any danger of nicks and cuts to your delicate downstairs area. It also has a convenient LED light, so you can see where you're trimming, plus it's waterproof, so you can use it in the shower. I've been using mine for a few weeks now, and it's awesome. It works great, and it will totally change your grooming game. The Lawnmower 3.0 comes included in the Perfect Package 3.0, which also includes the Crop Reviver and Crop Preserver Anti-Chafing Ball Deodorant and Moisturizer. Get all these great products, as well as a super comfortable anti-chafing boxers, plus a great travel bag to carry it all in. The Perfect Package is valued at over $150, but right now you can get it all for just $89.99. Manscaped features some of the perfect gifts to give to the men in your life. Gift your friends, your family, and yourself the gift of Manscaped. Right now, when you go to manscaped.com, you can use the code BABBLE and get 20% off plus free shipping. That's BABBLE, B-A-B-B-L-E, for 20% off your order and free shipping. Manscaped. Your balls will thank you.
1: are live for the 95th episode of the Bronx Bomber Bible Podcast. I'm your host Matt Luigi, and tonight it's me and Alex. How you doing Alex?
2: I honestly am doing okay.
1: There you go. And
2: I thought I'd be doing a lot worse after the way the Yankees lost the Field of Dreams game but you and I were just talking about this and like I'm upset that they lost the way they did because they've had so many losses that are just gut-wrenching like that this season. But at the same time, that game could not have been executed Mm -hmm. in a better fashion. Mm -hmm. And it was so exciting and just like the perfect type of game to have on a national platform in that type of setting for the entire thing. So I think the entire game as a whole was a massive win for everyone that wasn't a Yankees fan. (laughs)
1: I was about to say everyone involved except for the Yankees. And the yeah,
2: Yankees. exactly. But it,
1: look, I like we're in the middle of a playoff. There's less than two months to go in the season. We're in the middle of a like highly contested playoff race. It hurts to lose a game. It, like it sucks. absolutely yeah. you, like, you have a when you great comeback. It hurts. But it really was like today because you know I'm I'm at work. I'm talking to a lot of people about it, and so many people who some people aren't even big baseball fans saying, "Man, that was awesome." Like what a game that was, and it 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 was cool to you know because I even had to take my fan hat off and acknowledge like yeah that was a great game like you yeah, couldn't exactly. have asked for a better game on a national stage between two team between you know two of the best teams in the AL. Uh, first of all, I just want to say uh, I think it's uh, Dodgers White Sox in the World Series, uh, like that that White Sox wow, team. Wow, what a uh, what a I, I, take right I, there. It's not, but it's just mean, <laughs> that lineup, and then that bullpen, and then you oh yeah you have. Pitchers like Lance Lynn and Carlos Rodon like that. That team is unbelievable. Obviously, the Dodgers don't have question.
2: any like notable flaws. Honestly, no,
1: they don't. Every no,
2: single aspect of that team has strength to it.
1: Because coming into the year, like you looked at their bullpen, you said, "eh, that could be a question mark." But now you look at they have obviously they added Kimbrel, even though we killed them last night the the Hendricks is still a great Hendricks is still Kopech is really good Crochet is really like they they just have arms after arms after arms it's unbelievable um but yeah the the White Sox are a great team it was a great game last night um let's just go through the event first of all before we go into the game uh I saw a lot like most 90 percent of people I'd say I saw react to it between friends and on Twitter and family and all that loved it but i did yeah. see some people say like oh like this is kind of cheesy and all that and i feel like those people and like i don't want to be like just i don't want to like just generalize the people and stuff. that are say saying that, that i don't yeah. think they grew up playing baseball because no, Field the of dreams that say that is such a movie causes, that is honestly yeah if, if field of dreams is such a like movie that you just connect to it so much more if you like exactly. played baseball. And if you had a dad that got you into baseball or was mm-hmm. one of your coaches or an uncle, or just so, like a father-like figure who got you into the game, it really, is, it really just hits home. Yeah. And like, I, for me, like my two favorite baseball movies have always been the Sandlot and Field of Dreams. Yeah. That's always kind of been like one A and one B and just seeing that come to life. Like it really, if someone would have told you that like 15, 20 years ago, it's, it, it really wouldn't seem real. Like, oh, they're going to play wow. a game in the middle of Iowa. Come on. They're going just... pl- to play like, a game in the middle, middle of Iowa
2: movie. that's themed like Field yeah. of Dreams. Exactly yeah, like, like that. There,
1: and, I mean, look, we posted the video on our Twitter, and it, it was just such a great video. The image of them coming out of the corn was just awesome. That was like, amazing. that was just – I couldn't – because – at first, you know, Costner's just, like, in the outfield. He looked like a lost old man. Like it was, for it, yeah, for he a really second. did, because he's
2: just kind of standing there looking around. Like, yeah, it
1: looked oh, like he, where, where he couldn't MLB? figure out where I parked my car. Like, <laughs> uh, over here. But, you know, a few minutes go by, and then he just turned around, and he just looked in the right field, and it, it was just so, so perfect. Like, yeah. MLB, as much shit as we give, and a lot of people give MLB, like, they got this Which
2: right. It, and it's, you know, a lot of the shit that we give MLB is warranted, but we're not trying to go up against that but yeah they really absolutely crushed this out of the park
1: <laughs> honestly like it, knowing how the game went i wish it was just the intros and then we just all went home
2: uh, <laughs> that was it, the entire thing they don't even play a game yeah, i
1: was like oh that was cool wow that's great look uh, at all but these no,
2: players it, that play baseball all right well, well there goes that event
1: uh, let's talk about the game itself um like we said it, it was a great game uh, it, was it was a fantastic game it was really an awesome game uh I, like, look, MLB, I think someone said it like huge win for them having such a big judge game like that. You know, they were licking their lips like when that when he well, hit that Answer said dunk. last
2: night, he was like, how can judge on these like national stages like this just come up clutch in every single situation? Because he hit a home run off of Scherzer in the All-Star game. He's had yeah. his first at bat the home run and uh, the two home runs last night.
1: No, but it, it really is funny how judge does seem to have like those big national TV game home runs. I yeah. remember Oh, I forget it was like a Saturday afternoon game on Fox during his like, you know, his big rookie year and like his first at bat with the already were four runs. He just ripped a home run down the line. And like, every, I remember watching it with a group of people and everyone was like, Oh, he's going to hit a home run here. Like judge yeah. is definitely going. It really well, especially did. Especially that like rookie
2: that. year. Every time he come up to the plate, he'd be like, okay,
1: there's a good yeah, that, shot. He just, that, just crushes that one summer. Out. That summer was fun. That, yeah. that summer was a lot of fun watching judge. It really, it really was every time he came to the plate, you were like, all right, judge is up. Let's yeah. see if he gets one out.
2: Every but, at bat that he had was must watch.
1: But so the pitching matchup for this field of dreams game, Alex was Lance Lynn, former Yankee, great.
2: It was yeah. versus
1: Andrew Heaney. Uh, uh, look, knowing that the fact that <laughs> we lost by one run, obviously the, the way we the the
2: lost was walked, terrible. Came into the ninth inning with a lead. Yeah, or they went to the bottom it of the ninth was... inning with a lead in this game. When they had Andrew Heaney starting yeah, against that White Sox
1: team. Against Lanceland, who even after giving up four runs in five innings, his ERA ballooned up to I think two point two six. So that kind of just shows you how good of a year he's having. Yeah. You know, exactly. you know how good of a pitcher he's been over the last couple of years. But yeah, like knowing like look, we <laughs> I think they announced it, I believe, Saturday or Sunday, that like, you know, they show the Field of Dreams games Field of Dreams game starters, and you just see Heaney and you're just like, Gah the fuck? Yeah, we're we're the really about status to status Judah. And look, he got he got bombed. Like yeah. it, First couple batters, it looks good. He gets the first two out. He even has Jose Abreu, 0-2, two outs in the first inning, and he throws the hanging curveballs, of all hanging curveballs, and it goes <laughs> to the corn. For first corn shot. Uh, it was a lot of corn shots. Uh, I, I was afraid, to be honest, I had this thought, and this was before I knew that the ball would just fly out of there. I was like, damn, what if there's just no home runs into the corner? Yeah. That would suck. Well, yeah, then like that would have been a disaster. If, there were just yeah. death,
2: if, if this game ended like two to one with like mm-hmm. the run scoring, like a fielder's choice, a A wild high. pitch. Yeah, a wild pitch. It would have been so much different. Yeah.
1: Somebody, I, I forget who had the tweet. It might have been someone from like Bronx Pinstripes last night, but. It was just like, I don't think when they when like they made this game and like baseball now, I don't think they imagined Tyler Wade batting ninth and playing short. <laughs> <laughs> and credit to Tyler Wade. He's been doing very well. He's, he's, yeah, you we got a nice hit last night. He's been doing really well. But yeah, I, I laughed at that. Um, well,
2: OK, in MLB's defense, they did plan this game for 2020. You oh, know? yeah,
1: for sure. For sure. Uh,
2: a year yeah. late because of uh, covid.
1: Because of Tyler, it was a league late. Because of Tyler Wade, they had a him to form All because of Tyler Wade. <laughs> um, but yeah, Judge, you know, obviously the Yanks down one nothing. Judge hits the big home run, uh, three run shot opposite field, his first of two of the night. Uh, but Andrew Heaney made sure to not let us enjoy that for that long because before <laughs> you knew it, it, the White Sox were pitting corn shots. uh <laughs> friggin' Jimenez at a corn shot, Zavala like that, like. I, I was just Some so. Some named
2: Sebi. So
1: I was shot. just like, like, that's all
2: you need to know. Like,
1: like, I'm, I consider myself a pretty big baseball fan, and a guy comes up where I'm like, wait a minute, who is this? Yeah. Like, wait, what, what? and then he hits he, a he, corn shot off Andrew Heaney. That, that's when I get really pissed.
2: So honestly, I, I only know Zavala because MLB posted a video a couple days ago because <laughs> he had a three home run game, and those were his first yeah, three home that, runs. I was about and to say, I he, that and I saw that, and and I was like, wait, who? Is this guy? <laughs> like, he's a backup catcher. He's not a, you know, household name type of guy. Well,
1: well shit, dude. Remember, Higgy had that three homer game last year? Like, it happens, yeah. man. It could just happen. He's, like, you you kind of forget sometimes, like, wait a minute. Even, like, the number nine hitters and the guys at the end of the bench are still major league hitters and still yeah, have it in them to have a two, three home run game. But yeah, you know, Andrew Heaney was just. He was awful. And I was I mean, I'm, I'm going to raise my hand here. I was one of the people saying, like, all right, Boone, take him out. And look, I get it was our 17th game in 17 days. Our bullpens taxed as hell. But at a, like, at a certain point, it, he was just throwing live batting practice out there. Well, and, and
2: I, I've been saying this a lot, too, where Heaney, Is a pitcher who will throw 90 to 93 mile an hour fastballs, mediocre off speed, and his entire success depends on his control because of that. The way that MLB has played now, and you said this before, Keeney, you know, 10, 15 years ago could have been a completely different story because... Um, the way like everyone, not a lot
1: of guys are throwing triple digits now, exactly, like four where, on every team
2: where now Heaney throws you know slow compared to everyone else. So you have a guy who basically throws slow with off speed that isn't groundbreaking. He's going to get lit up unless he nails his spots every now and then. And, and it, he's on. been a guy for his entire career. That's been he either will strike you out or. Hopefully get a fly ball and if not he's going to give up hard contact and
1: yeah he I sure did
2: stand yeah i don't <laughs> understand how he's been a mainstay in at least the angels rotation for so long i mean not yeah, right. even a mainstay because he's had a lot of injury troubles in his career but
1: yeah but he's been so, around for a while he's
2: been around he's been he made his major league debut in 2014 Mhm. And I don't know. It just it baffles me how someone like him will be has been around for so long because
1: he does not get
2: out. <laughs> this dude does <laughs> yeah, not yeah. give up home run like
1: you see his stats year. with the Yankees so far it's like 15 innings, 15 hits, 15, 15 runs. Innings,
2: 15 innings 15, <laughs> 15 innings, 15 hits, 15 runs eight home runs
1: oh my god
2: eight home runs in 15 innings
1: yeah like i was i was and, at work last week uh i forget who we played but when he and he was pitching my friend who's a Mets fan, he's like man this guy's fucking awful man. yeah if like, you yeah,
2: look at his stats is. for this year his strikeouts per nine innings is almost 11 which is what you expect from a guy that's a control pitcher like him who focuses on strikeouts Guess what his home runs per
1: nine innings is? Gotta be like six point eight or something, right?
2: Well, n- n- no, it's way. You're not. You're thinking way less. I'm saying overall this year, not with the Yankee not with the Angels
1: and the Yankees. Oh, um, I'm not sure, man. But, uh, I thought you 1. just meant with the, I thought 8. you just met with the yankees like 1.98. 8.
2: his career is 1.6 <laughs> so basically for every 9 innings he pitches he gives up two home runs
1: yeah it sounds about right and with the yankees yeah, like with the yankees right. it feels like every every 9 innings he pitches he gives up about uh 20 20 yeah. 20 yeah. Home runs home I'd run every that,
2: yeah i think that's about fair
1: but, yeah, he, he's awful. Hopefully with, you know, Seve and Kluber and all these guys hopefully coming back, obviously Gumby and Cole back in the rotation. Like, hey, hopefully he just fucks off. Like, and we Honestly, just DFA, just see I,
2: So it didn't help him that he was, he was pitching against a White Sox team that absolutely murders yeah, lefties? Yeah, let,
1: uh, let's talk about that. Okay. that. That's a good segue. The fact that, and look, people, I think people were a bit hard on Aaron Boone last night. Like, oh, why'd you put in this guy? Like, hey, yeah. Uh, I had problems with it too, but at a certain point, like you got, you got to put someone out there, right? Like, you can't really blame them too much. But how do we, how do we put out four pitchers last night that are all lefties against a team that is notorious for hitting left-handers? Yeah, like the White Sox, had, between last year and this year, had a streak of like twenty or so games, twenty or so straight wins where they won the game when the lefty started, and like they're just a, <laughs> there's not a lot. Like, look, it's almost like. The White Sox are almost like the Yankees of the last few years, right? It's like there ain't yeah. a lot of lefties on that team. It's all no. right-handed sluggers, man. Yeah, exactly. You know, Brayu, but the, Jimenez, the difference Anderson. is
2: their right-handers actually hit for average too. you know. Yeah,
1: there you go. Yeah, ours don't. But it—I really, I, it kind of hit me after the game. I'm like, wait, why? Why do we use all lefties? Yeah. Like what? Where was the Isaac? You know. Look, it, let's talk about that first. Let's talk about the ninth inning, right? Uh, let's just God, tip our caps. Let's just tip our caps. First of all, to Judge and Stanton and Tyler Wade. Yeah. Tyler Wade had a big at bat. And you Tyler, know what? And Guardy too. Guardy had a Gale. big game. Guardy hit it. Guardy hit it into the corn and had another yeah. hit besides that. So credit to Guardy for having a nice game. But yeah, like, it sucks. It so much. Uh, like I hate it so much that we can't even enjoy that moment because that was fucking incredible. Yeah. Like just, the, I mean. It, just Tyler, like, first of all, Tyler Wade leaning it off and getting a hit right away. I was like, oh, we may have something here. Yeah, so, exactly. Like, Tyler Wade just got a— What is, it wasn't just like a little Why is he little? good? Because remember, Tyler Wade dropped down that bunt, that beautiful bunt. Uh, his, I believe that it was against Kopech and his at-bat before. This it was He literally squared one up and hit it into the outfield. I was like, wow, okay, Tyler Wade. But Judge, you know, gets up again, obviously. Two outs, one on hits it even further than he did his first one, right? One-run game. And then, yeah, Gallo, big at bat, works yeah. the walk. And then Stanton, like, as, I think he was o- first, Stanton 0 for 4 in the night. He, first know,
2: pitch, just
1: didn't he miss was, it. He was classic Stanton all night, right? Swinging at bad yeah. pitches, behind, like, behind, fouling off pitches on the middle. You're like, ah, oh, what the hell's wrong with this guy? And, yeah, first pitch. He, you know it's crazy? I don't know if this is just me. But off the bat, I thought that was 500 feet. Like off yeah. the bat, I was like, "Oh my!" Like, I, I was, not, like, I was he, screaming, yelling. And then I just looked. like They changed the camera angle, and the outfielders just standing it against looked, the ball. I was like, "Wait a and minute!" And it took
2: you fuck? a second to realize that he had he it had gone over too. Like yeah. the way he landed, the way he jumped, it looked like he had I'm a chance t- to catch it.
1: I'm telling you, that threw me off so much. <laughs> I I was shot. I I thought that ball was. Obviously, there's no rows. I thought that ball was 20 rows into the corn. You know, like was, I thought that was gonna hit the scoreboard. Yeah. And then that's... I just see the outfielders standing at the wall, like, oh my god! Oh, can't oh keep... no! I swear. But, yeah.
2: I, and I was, I was thinking to myself, in like that half second, I was like, I swear to God. Yeah. Man, right.
1: He robbed a home
2: him. run to end this game.
1: No, there. It's like, oh, thank God they didn't rob a home run. They just walked yeah. it off. Thank they,
2: God. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Well, yeah. Okay. So ninth
1: inning, right? It's a one-run game. The Yankees up one and. Boone brings in Britain, and look, I've always been a defender of Britain. I kn- he's been yep. bad this year, but the way the Yankees have kind of just thrown him back into the fire has just been very odd. It it's like the dude still, the dude still, the dude doesn't even have like twenty innings pitched this year, and he just gets put in these high leverage situations. It's like, dude, ease him back in, yeah. put him in some you know five run game in the sixth inning, like some yeah, low leverage spot. Maybe put him in like, like the bottom of an order. For-
2: he didn't pitch for so long. He missed the first what two months of the
1: season. Yeah. He's been out for like most of the season. Yeah. So So at least,
2: and I get it. He's he on paper is one of the Yankees best relievers. So you want to throw him in games that you want your best relievers out there, but at least give him another chance in between those outings to just kind of take a breather, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I've been very confused with with their usage of uh, Britain all year. Yeah. And yeah, like look, Lasagna's been the better pitcher. He, he's been he a pro- has, our yeah. best he's reliever, been, and he's been the best reliever. I, I, I think it was Andrew who mentioned this. I do think it's the Yankees' whole thing of like they do have a designated closer, and it's like oh, Britain, when Chapman goes down, Britain's the designated closer. But I think that's just so stupid. Like is, yeah. I under, Like I'm not someone that like because there's a lot of people that say oh, closers are stupid. There shouldn't be a closer, but. I think if there's – look, if you have like a relief pitcher in your bullpen who's head and shoulders better than everyone else, he should be the closer. But I do agree with if you just have a bunch of arms in your if, bullpen you know, that if are that pitcher all goes similar, down. hey, man, go with the hot hand. There doesn't yeah. need to be a guy who gets all the saves. Uh, like, and I, like I I believe said, in that. Like you said, we want to you want
2: to have your best reliever be the closer so that you have the best chance to win the game in the end. But right. if that pitcher goes down like Chapman did, you don't want to just go, all right, Next next best option go. Yeah. there. want to just kind of cover your bases and just ride the hot hand, like you said, because if you keep on just designating a closer every single time you lose the first one, you're going to keep on destroying your bullpen depth and having worse and worse relievers pitching in innings that you would otherwise have, you know, your higher leverage guys in. So you really in this type of situation with Chapman out, I'm all for the Yankees, you know, having Britton as closer, but not in a situation like this where you're yeah. facing all right-handed batters. Yeah. At least throw Loaisiga out there, and if he bomb, and if he gives up a couple base runners, then. And,
1: you, and whatever you went down with your best reliever available, even that, whatever. Even, he
2: gives up a couple base runners and say, say the same thing happens. He gets a, he gets one out and then he walks Zavala to face Anderson. Then if you're thinking one out guy on first, bring in Britain, who's a notorious ground ball pitcher to try and get the double play. Yep. Because Britain has shown this year that he yeah, can, he can induce ground balls
1: because for sure.
2: he, that's the one thing he's still kept. Um, yeah, even mm-hmm. though he struggled his control has been terrible but he's still been inducing a ton of ground balls because we've been saying the last few months the last month or so all grit britain has done is work into jams and then immediately get out of them with ground ball double plays he had like he said he tied like yankees record where he got five outings in a row where he got yeah a,
1: with the double play yeah That's pretty crazy
2: so if you at least could one last night <laughs> could have used one last night yeah Uh, But at least use your best reliever, who in this case is Loisaga. And if it doesn't work out, mix and match until the very end. But don't just throw someone out there because he's your designated closer. Even based on reputation, what are they basing Britain being the designated closer on this year, other than the fact that he was good 12 months ago?
1: Yeah, Britain's thrown 15 and two-thirds innings this year yeah fifteen and two third like that's it like and he-
2: lo L- L- is probably in the 40s now and he's been easily the Yankee's best reliever Yeah, has L- L- been- fifty
1: six and a third innings
2: Jesus yeah loiseac has been one of the most valuable relievers in all of baseball if yeah, I'm man. not I don't think mistaken. it's anymore
1: but like at one point I believe he was like number one amongst relievers in war yeah like, i th- I think and he's I would, still he's still I'd probably up, up there' right but Yeah, he's at, I mean, look, look, top ten yeah one point oh seven whip uh or is that him? Yeah, one point forty-six appearances. I'm casual. Yeah. Um, his K per nine, his K per nine isn't crazy, but I mean, he's he's just been great all year. And look, he's had a few blow up outings, which is expected, right? Like the Red Sox reliever. one was bad.
0: You're not like it, ha-
1: it happens. Money. Yeah. But yeah, he's <laughs> he's been our best reliever. And like I said, if if you use him and he gives up that home run, you say, all right, we we went down with our best reliever. No yeah. one was saying we went down with our best reliever after Zach gave up that home run. It was yeah. just...
0: <sighs>
2: after Zach gave up that home run, everyone's thinking, where was Loizaga? We're right. having this conversation now because of that. If yeah. if Loizaga had given up that home run to Tim Anderson, we'd be like, well, that sucked a lot. Exactly. But but it, what else were we going to do? You know?
1: Exactly. For, like that sucked. But, out there? Exactly. That sucked, but... It was our best reliever out there. Like yeah. who we'd, we, you wouldn't rather have anyone out there, so you could live with it. But yeah, uh, Zach giving up that home run really hurt. But guess what? We got to play the White Sox two more times.
2: Um, <laughs> I'm excited.
1: Oh uh, yeah. Um, guess what? We get to face uh, Cease and Lucas Giolito, so it should be fun. It should be really fun. Tyone does go tomorrow, and he, I mean. Tyone's Bay was the pitcher of the month of July. He's had a nice start, first start of august. He, he's been awesome. Tyone so.
2: took a little bit to kind of ease back into the role of being a starting pitcher. Mm-hmm. But ever since he kind of figured out how to pitch again, he's been lights out. And it's been really, really fun to watch him because yeah. he's the one he doesn't have overpowering stuff.
1: oh no. he Not just
2: at all. knows how to pitch. And I think he's learned a lot from. Cole because him and Cole are very good friends.
1: Mm-hmm. And Cole, boys.
2: Cole's a lot more he's stu- he has just absolutely overpowering stuff but he also knows how to pitch. He knows Are you say-
1: Are you saying Garrett Cole is better stuff than Jameson Tyone? That's kind of a hot take.
2: That is exactly what I'm wow. saying. Wow. Go 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 ahead and quote wow. me. Wow, I'm printing yeah.
1: that.
2: Um but yeah, I I really think Cole has helped him a lot because he really has just Become a guy that if the playoffs started right now and the Yankees were in them, if he had to start, you know, game one of the division series, I wouldn't be opposed to that. You know, yeah, obviously, I, mean, I wouldn't
1: I would, I be thrilled,
2: yeah. but Tyone as your number two, I'd be perfectly fine with that.
1: Yeah, I, you know, it's definitely still. Considering, like, I mean, you look at that White Sox rotation. It's just, it's crazy. But yeah, if, I would the, if, Ty, if Tyone keeps keeps pitching like team. this. <laughs> yeah, the Red Sox rotation, that's another story. But there are some other rotations that you go up against. And if Tyone's you too, you probably don't feel too good. But look, like I said earlier in the show, Sevy's close to coming back. Kluber's close to coming back. There's still a lot of baseball to be played. And second of all, the Yankees have to make the playoff first. Like, there is yeah, still exactly. two games out. You know, and as they much mean, as we... They've been the like they've been the best team in baseball in the second half since the All Star break. But yeah, man, they still got work to do, man. The problem
2: and... is though they've only see the thing that scares me about the playoffs right now is the fact that they're only gaining game on the Red Sox because right. the Rays are playing just as well as they are in the second half. The Red Sox are in a free for or free free for all free fall right now.
1: Well, they played the O's tonight and are up like 9-1, so they're, you well, know. Well, okay, so. A little, little streak ender the right there. The schedule
2: decided, all right, we'll give them a break. Okay, but yeah. overall, the Red Sox recently have just been absolutely god-awful. So, yeah. you know, it's going to really come down to the wild card spot between, you know, the Ray, or the Red Sox, the Yankees, and the Jays. Because I would think. Unless something crazy happens, I would think one of the Astros or the A's is going to get at least one of the wild card spots.
1: Yeah, most likely. It, it really is, is
2: good it re- to not get one of the wild card spots. It re- yeah,
1: it be- really is a shame that you look at it, you go, "Damn!" Like the Rays, Yankees, Red Sox, and Jays. Like one of those teams at least isn't going to make the playoffs.
2: Exactly, which right? is like possibly two. Which, yeah, possibly two. Honestly, you could make an argument that all three of them oh wait er, no you couldn't yeah i mean it statistically (laughs) no
1: statistically like it could happen right like the red sox yankees and jays could all miss the playoffs but i mean i i think it'd be like the angels that would have to get hot and they're like 500 right now seven games back so like statistically they could but yeah probably not casual um But yeah, I mean that's that's pretty much it. Game tomorrow is at seven. Game Sunday is at two o'clock, little afternoon game. The central times always throw me off. I'm like, wait, I'll I'll, like turn on the TV at seven o five, and I'm like, fuck, game's at. Where's the game? Yeah, I'm like, yeah, why is it? I did that. Like, why does yes have Kansas City? Like, what's on yes right now? Why why isn't it the game?
2: I I turn the uh, I turn the game on when they were in Kansas City at about. Yeah,
1: I do I do it all the time. It
2: was like. Probably 6 yeah, like where's 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 no, like, I I like turn where's the pregame show? Are yeah. they on 6'11 or something? I'm telling
1: you, man. It always throws me off. Always yeah. throws me off. But that's pretty much it. We just wanted to do a quick review of the Field of Dreams game. Uh, Obviously, didn't get the result we wanted, but it was an awesome event. Credit to MLB. Um, They they say they're doing it next year, too. Um, And that's honestly, let's finish the show with this. Where else would you want to see, like, an event game? Because I've heard a lot of people say... Um, the next one, you know, would be like a sandlot theme, but obviously that's way tougher because it was just literally like a, you know, like a freaking back alley random yeah. house. Like that's kind of like you could design a stadium that like somewhat looks like that in a way, I guess. But I, I think know, if they, I if think they this tap- is like a really cool idea MLB has tapped into like just having yeah. these kind of like you know, regular season baseball games in these like obscure stadiums and yeah. stadiums they've built. And uh, I don't know, it's a very interesting thing that like they should do like a few times a year. I think It's grows I, so the game. I
2: think one thing that they need to do is just kind of how, so how they did the London series with the Yankees and the Red Sox. I think they should kind of tap into that more where they're right. kind of spreading the game out. So take one of the areas in, you know, the U S that doesn't have a lot of baseball. Oh.
1: Yeah, I saw people say, like, maybe, like, you know, a game in, like, places like Korea or a yeah. game in, like, Italy, because Italy, baseball in Italy is actually pretty big. Yeah. Uh, or is getting big, I should say. So, like, yeah, there's there's one a lot of, the of areas different that, markets they could tap one into. One of the
2: areas that the people that are around there are going to appreciate, oh, this is actually really cool. MLB is playing a game here.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Nope. I mean, NFL has been doing obviously in London for years. Like you said, the Yankees and Red Sox two years ago had the game in London that for the final score was like 16 to 12.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was uh, casual, 17 to 14. Oh, and then casual. the next one was 12 to 9.
1: Yeah, dude, those games are wild, man. It was fantastic. <laughs> Uh, like the funniest shit about that was like people who've never seen baseball are gonna be like, "Wow, baseball! What is yeah. <laughs> like, Why are all these games three to? Like, and why are all these games five to three now? Two to yeah. one? What's, what's this shit?" Oh, uh, that's great. But that's all we got tonight. Uh, we'll probably be back, you know, sometime next week. Uh, yank Scott, Hank Scott, Red Sox next week. Uh, a little doubleheader, and then a doubleheader Tuesday and game Wednesday. So. And then oh yeah, that I forgot about they have that one game against the Angels on Monday.
2: <laughs> oh my god, I forgot about
1: that. You know, it's funny. I'm looking at like the schedule and like the Angels logo and Red Sox logo. I just really quick glance at it and they're both red, so I just thinking it's like a four-game series. I'm like, yeah. "Oh no, that's that's the Angels. Like we we play them one game and it's because of that rain out." Yeah. But for Luigi, for Alex, this was the Bronx Bomber Babel podcast. And we'll see you guys next time.